Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It is your favorite podcaster, Mark Atreer, with your favorite podcast, Making a Cut. Welcome back. I know that you missed me last week, but hey, man, I was coaching my son and his team with some other amazing, phenomenal coaches out of state. So we were having a lot of fun. We didn't win at all, but we did have a lot of fun. Thank you for those of you who have been listening uh, who've been following me, you know, yeah, I, I did tell you that it's ranking season. I am going to do a little bit of that in this in this one here, as you can see, kind of by the title. Uh, but before I get started, as always, you know what to do. You know what I'm going to say here. You know where to find me. My link is always going to be on my Facebook, so you can click it there. It can send you directly to to a place that you can listen to it there. You can go to the Anchor app, which is free anchor.fm which is also free you also can go to spotify which spotify is most everybody's favorite place to go to find me uh you also could find my old podcast with colin there making uh, i'm sorry uh, uh the right cut live but so that one's still out there too but hey you just click find my face there i actually found a way to spell my name correctly hopefully they got it updated <laughs> it wasn't my fault but they have it fixed now uh but if you click follow it's going to let you know when my next episode is. So, on that note, before we get started, before you listen, I want you to go ahead and pause right now. Well, listen to the instruction, then pause. After you pause it, I want you to go to Spotify, and I want you to find me, search Making the Cut, look for my name, Mark Atreira, with the spelled correct name, and follow me there. And then after you follow me there and you're clicking it to follow it, share it with somebody else. Whether you forward the share on uh, Facebook or are you just the link that comes with it, whatever, or just tell somebody about it. But I appreciate it a lot. So now you can come back from going and follow me. I don't know what you were thinking if you weren't following me already, but there, there's your opportunity to do it. And I appreciate it greatly. <sighs> Man, I, I know you can hear my voice. I mean, like, good grief, it's hot, dude. Like, I am, like, it's rough hot. Like, it, big props to anybody who works out in the sun out in this heat i don't know how you could do it um i've done it in the past but man it's hot i'm glad i don't have to do it now but i still have much respect for all of you who have to work out in this just walking outside i need to go change my clothes this is god's honest truth uh, yesterday i walked outside for a little bit uh, and i literally had to go change clothes because i sweat that much i was like man maybe i'm pampered too much and working ac too much but I can tell you, it's definitely hot. So protect yourself. Stay hydrated. I know my son's playing over Panama City Beach this week. And we've been telling him, stay hydrated, stay hydrated. Florida water, do it all. Those of you working out in the heat, do the same. But before I get into this week's ranking, because I did tell you it's ranking season. This is kind of ranking. Uh, but before I do that, I got I to, gotta, man, 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 you know I, I'm going to clown on people like I went to the to the University of Miami in the 80s. You know I'm going to clown on people sometimes. And just, you know, I love my dude Cheyenne up there in uh, uh, in Tennessee in, in Knoxville um, for the volunteers playing for the football team there. Hey, look, they, they're doing great things with the football team. But And listen, the baseball team's doing great. But man, oh man, did they become public enemy number one by the way that they act. And man, did they, was it, you know, just kind of sweet. The number one team in the nation at that point, getting beat by Notre Dame in baseball uh, and eating, not only eating, but being force fed a huge pie of humble pie. Like it was just, like Moscona said, it couldn't happen to a better bunch because not only was a coach a jerk and arrogant, 
but his players are too because they feed off of that. And look, man, as a coach, I'm not I'm not a coach anywhere on that level or even some of the coaches that I coach with on their level. But my goodness, man, you just don't act like that. Like I understand that you're trying to bring another at, uh, like another aspect of the game, but all you did was you didn't get more people wanting to watch college baseball who weren't watching college baseball before. All you did was those who love college baseball, all you did was make them like really despise and you become public enemy number one. Absolutely hilarious. Good for you. We all fall short. Yes, don't get me wrong, but I am going to pick because you absolutely deserved it. Y'all were big time jerks and you absolutely deserved it. So, hey, look, before I get started, like, I, I, if it sounds choppy on my recording, like, just to let you know, it's that hot that I'm pausing in my recording to take a sip of drink so you don't have to hear me drinking water, but it's daggone hot. Uh, but so as you can see from the title, uh, you know, it is ranking season. I said that already go back and listen to the first set of rankings that I did for you. Uh, but you also, as you see in with this title here, those of you who love college football, those of you who love, uh, sec college football, you, you're going to love this one too. Uh, this is, this is my predictions of how the season's going to go. I, I mean, I looked at the record. Uh, from this past year, I looked at a lot of things with recruiting. I looked at, uh, you know, the transfer portal. I looked at things that are just uh, motivational things, I guess you would say, too. And I'll talk about that. Uh, but this is my predictions of how the season's going to turn out. And uh, some of them's not surprising whatsoever. Some of it is just status quo with the SEC. But a few surprises here and there. So I am going to go through it. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. And I'll break it down in just a moment and which team does what and who they play, etc. Uh, I'll kind of fly through that because I don't want to bore you with it. But in the SEC West, I have Bama going 12-0. That's right, they're first. I have A&M going 11-2. Some of you already know where I'm going with that. I have Ole Miss. I'm sorry, not 11-2, 10-2. And I have Ole Miss going 10-2 in third place. LSU, I have us going 8-4. I think that's that's a good feat for a first-time uh, for Kelly's first year coaching and looking at the schedule as well. Arkansas, I have going 7-5. and five. I have Auburn going 6-6. Six and six. I'll explain the reason why on that as well. Mississippi State, I have going 5-7. and seven. In the SEC East, I have Georgia going 12-0. and 0. They may be stumbling in there, but I, I can see them definitely going 12-0. Uh, you have a lot of the same team there. I know you had a lot of guys from, uh, uh, from the defense go pro, but you still have – they just kind of reloaded there. So Tennessee – Surprise, because Tennessee was at the you know cellar dweller there for a while, but I have them going ten and two this year. They were surprise team this past year. That new coach that they have has really done some things, and it's been huge. I have Kentucky going eight and four. I have Florida going six and six. First year with uh, Billy Napier there, they have a pretty tough schedule. Uh, I'll break it down for you there in just a moment. To have South Carolina, who is growing, uh, have a good coaching staff there. They're building uh, you know an atmosphere to become a better team there, which, let's be honest, can be hard because it's it's South Carolina. It's really hard to get that team up there uh, to be, to recruit at a high level. But they're doing great things up there, and uh, I think they're going to stay no lower than 5-7 and seven, uh, from here on out. Uh, I have Mizzou going 4-8, and eight, and I have Vandy going 4-8. and eight. I have uh, Vandy going 4-8 and eight, being the last place in the East because they're losing to Mizzou. So let me break it down for you. And, and in breaking down, too, I, you know, the SEC always gets – uh, you know, uh, credit, non-credit, and are, are they uh, 
the gripe that they always play pancake non-schedule, which, listen, when, when you're playing within the conference, I mean, they beat themselves to death a lot of times. So if you can come out of that gauntlet, especially the West, and, man, the way the East is looking right now with those top two, three, maybe even four teams, uh, that could be a gauntlet as well, too. So, and especially Bama, man, they jump all over Bama all the time talking about patty cake. Listen, they do have some patty cakes, but listen, they give money to these patty cakes, and these patty cakes love it because it helps out their their uh, athletic departments and their schools in general. So it's huge. Bama's not the only one that does it. Uh, SEC is not the only one that does it. The other conferences definitely do it as well. But when you're looking at it, there are some notable um, – out-of-conference games, and you'll hear me talk about it. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on them, but I'll highlight them a little bit for you. So, of course, we're going to start with Bama. Bama, they do have a little bit of a cupcake in some areas, but, man, they do have also the gauntlet and SEC, but they do have at least one notable non-conference game, and you'll hear me say it in just a moment there. They're going to start out, and you can see, I'm going to go ahead and say who they're playing and are they going to get the win. Of course, with Bama, they're 12-0, so you already know. Utah State's their first game. Then they play Texas. That's going to be a pretty big game. Welcome Texas the only way Bama can into the SEC. Uh, ULM, that's a win. Vandy, that's a win. Arkansas, that's a win. A&M, I know there's going to be a, a lot of big talk about that game because of Jimbo and and, uh, and Jimbo and all of his uh, hypocrisy and his whining and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I have them absolutely getting obliterated, obliterated by Bama. Because what you did is you went and poked the bear. Anytime anybody's ever poked the bear, uh, and pun intended there as well, uh, you know, Bear Bryant, but have poked uh, the bear in Nick Saban, man, it gave him motivation like like Michael Jordan in the last dance. And so that's another reason why I see them going 12-0. and And they're just going to embarrass A&M up and down the field. I could see it. Uh, it's, I see that it's going to be a close game at the beginning, and then Bama's just going to take over and embarrass them. They're going to power drive them. Uh, you know, leg drop off the top rope, everything. I can see this being an absolute, in, at the end of the game, a blowout. Then they move on to Tennessee. Tennessee is going to be a closer game than the A&M game is. Mark my words for it. Not just because of the hangover or beating up on A&M, but it, because Tennessee is that good now. Mississippi State's a win. LSU's a win. Unfortunately, first year chip, uh, for Brian Kelly going up against Bama, I don't think it happens. you still got a lot of rebuilding to do at LSU. They beat Ole Miss. They beat Austin P University. Go P. And then, of course, they win the Iron Bowl. There's a lot of things. I'm fixing to talk about Auburn in just a minute. Uh, the reason why uh, their record is going to be looking like the way it's going to look at look like. Uh, but they're definitely – that Auburn, I, I don't even think this is going to be a close uh, uh, Iron Bowl this year. So that's Bama's 12-0. Moving on to Arkansas. Arkansas has some notable – they have a, a pretty tough schedule. Actually, a lot of people – are pointing out how tough their schedule is because of who they play, even in conference. But they also have a notable non-conference game right off the bat, their first game in the season. Again, like I said, I have them going 7-5. and five. Their first game that they play is Cincinnati. Yes, Cincinnati, who was in the, the college football playoff this past year, uh, I think losing your coach, uh, uh, not only no, – I'm sorry, you didn't lose a coach, but I think you're losing a lot of players, and that's not, that's not a program – uh, that that does high-level recruiting at the all-time. What they do is they develop their players, and they did a really good job of developing their players. That was the reason why they were in a position to even be considered to be in the college football playoff, being in a group of five. But I think Arkansas is going to Arkansas is a much better team than they were two, three years ago. 
and their their record last year showed it. I know that they had some transfers out, but they also had some transfers in. I know Spencer Rattler is going to be at one of the schools. I think he's at South Carolina, though. Uh, but uh, I think that's a win there at Cincinnati. I th- it's going to be a close game because Cincinnati is still a good team. Moving on, they're going to go to South Carolina. I mean, play in South Carolina. They win that one. Then they play Missouri State. I think they're the Bears. They, they win that game, too. Then they go to uh, then they play A&M, and they lose A&M. Then they play Bama right after that, they lose to Bama. I have them beat Mississippi State after that. They also play BYU, which is another team that's making a move, another out-of-conference team. This is in that mid-level. This is kind of what Notre Dame used to do. Uh, they would play teams that were mid-level to be able to get their wins, but they weren't cupcake teams as well. Uh, I have them beating BYU, losing to Auburn, uh, winning at Liberty, losing to LSU, losing to Ole Miss, and beating Mizzou. So that has them at 7-5. and five. Uh, We'll pick Suey if anybody wants to complain about it. Hit me up. Moving on to Auburn, the Little Tigers. Uh, yes, I said that. I was just joking. I, I, I can say that because Auburn fans are kind of ridiculous sometimes too. I was just up in Auburn, a bunch of nice people, uh, honestly. Some of them are ridiculous and say silly stuff. I, it may be because they were picked on so much by Bama. I don't know. But the whole LSU smells like corn dogs. I, it's the weirdest thing we've ever heard in my life. And there's no backing that story up of reason why. But anyway, so Auburn. The reason why I have them going 6-6, six and six, you had a new coach come in this past year. Uh, right after that, and your starting quarterback, and Bo Nix is no longer there. So your starting quarterback may be T.J. Finley. Those of you at LSU know uh, – that might not work out. It may it may surprise everybody, but uh, it may not work out. Uh, and also, this coaching staff is not the same as it was even last year. There was a lot of coaches that left this coaching staff. They were mad. There was kind of in some investigations. So there's a lot of stuff that's unsettled there in Auburn. Uh, and so I, I, I could see it affecting the season big time. Uh, and then if he hangs around, then the next year they could be better and they have an opportunity to build it the way he wants to build it. But they're already talking about buyout money for him, and it would be up where up there about what they are had to buy out for Gus Malzahn. So if they don't buy him out this year after losing years because of how much it'll cost, just being honest with you, and, and that or because he turned it around and really surprised everybody. So they play Mercer. They're talking about patty cake schedule too play, at, at some part. Uh, they play Mercer. They win that one. San Jose State, they win that one. Then they go and play Penn State. I don't think they get the revenge. I think Penn State is a little bit too strong for them. Penn State's going to get that win. Uh, they're going to lose to – I mean, sorry, they're going to beat Mizzou. I have LSU taking that game. Uh, I have them losing to Georgia, losing to Ole Miss, beating Arkansas, beating Mississippi State, losing to A&M, beating Western Kentucky, and, of course, losing the Iron Bowl to, to Bama. So that is Auburn. Uh, again, six and six, and I explain to you why. Moving on to Florida. Now, a lot of people know that I can't stand Florida. I really like Billy Napier. He's one of the guys I thought we could have got, but I'm happy with Keller here. Okay, uh, and and I think he's going to do great things. He's already killing and recruiting, uh, but it's his first year there uh, in the SEC. He knows how to do it, and it's going to take a lot to turn this around, and they have a gauntlet of a schedule, and that's the reason why I have them going 6-6 six and six as well. So the first game right off the bat, they play Utah. Utah was the top, uh, one of the top teams in the Pac-12, whatever, how many teams they have now. Uh, and there I have Utah taking that game. I have Kentucky beating them in the next week. I do have them uh, beating 
South Florida, and then losing to Tennessee. I told you Tennessee is that good. Uh, then they beat Eastern Washington. Then they beat Mizzou. They lose to LSU, lose to Georgia, lose to A&M, beat South Carolina, beat Vandy, and beat Florida State. And so you can see a rough time there. Uh, and you look, that is kind of a gauntlet there in some parts of there. You, uh, Kentucky's tough. Utah's tough. Tennessee's tough. LSU, Georgia, and A&M. Back to back to back, that's tough, man. And then, of course, you got to have that in-state rivalry game against Florida State. Uh, that you're coming off at that point five and six, you're trying to get to six and six. I could see that being a struggle game as well. Moving on to Georgia. Now, Georgia, I already told you that I have them going 12 and 0, but I'm going to go through the schedule for you. Uh, they do have a little bit of patty cake, but they also have some notable games as well. The first game that they play right off the bat in Week One is they play Oregon, one of the top teams in the Pac-12. I, I have them beaten Oregon. I don't think Oregon can handle uh, the SEC right now. Uh, I just I don't see it happening. Then they play Sanford. Not Stanford, but Sanford. Then South Carolina, they win both of those games. Kent State, they win that game. Missouri, they win. Auburn, they win. Vandy, they win. Florida, they win. Tennessee, they win. Mississippi State, they win. Kentucky, they win. And Georgia Tech, they win. So, they kind of have a easy route. And you can... You can almost argue that their their route might be a little bit easier than Bama's to get there as well. Now you see where they're twelve and zero. Moving on to Kentucky, at made in four, and and let's just look at the schedule. I, I believe Kentucky, what Mark Stoops has been able to do up there, he's been developing defenses, developing offensive line, running backs, and receivers, and he receivers to play quarterback. But they are the most stable they've been in a long time at, at the quarterback position. So much so that their quarterback is listed in the top two or three to go on the draft this next year. So keep keep your eyes out for that. Uh, and hopefully his name doesn't get caught up in the hype So and, and he falters. But re- really good opportunity to, to have a stable quarterback situation there in Kentucky finally. But let's, let's go through their schedule. Miami of Ohio, they win that game. I already told you that they're going to beat Florida. Youngstown State, they're beating them. Uh, Northern Illinois, they're beating them. They lose to Ole Miss, beat South Carolina, lose to Mississippi State. I have Mississippi State getting a couple of games this year that they're not supposed to. Losing to Tennessee, beating Mizzou, uh, beating Vandy, losing to Georgia, and beating Louisville. Uh, I think they take. I think that's called the Governor's Cup. I can't remember, but that's why I have them eight and four. Moving on to LSU. Now you wanted to know. Um, I know my LSU fans, my locals. You want to know why I have us going eight and four? Some of you are thinking I'm crazy. That's too too many wins right off the bat. Some of you are saying, "Well, why so low?" Uh, because once you listen to it, you'll see. So we're playing Florida State first off the bat. I told you there's some notable games this season. Florida State. This is not the Bowden Florida State teams. This is also not even the Jimbo Fisher uh, national championship team. Of Florida State, which was also Bowden's team too, by the way, just kind of let you know that. Uh, so LSU is going to take this game, and there it might be a little bit closer because it's the first game of the season, new coaching staff, new all that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then you got uh, Southern. We played Southern for the first time ever, if I'm not mistaken. We win there. I think you won't know really what this team is going to be until they play their third game of the season against Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State is one of those teams that sneaks up on LSU every so often, every four to five, maybe six years. And uh, they this this could be a telltale of how the season could be with how well they play against Mississippi State. And listen, Mississippi State showed it last year and the year before. They will beat teams that they're absolutely not supposed to beat and lose teams absolutely not supposed to lose to. They're a, they are an absolute Jekyll and Hyde team. They're a team that you... 
Vegas hates Mississippi State. I can go ahead and tell you that. So they, they're just that upside down. So New Mexico, they play them. I have them beating New Mexico. Well, we already talked about it. I have them beating Auburn. Tennessee's coming back to LSU to play there. I have Tennessee beating LSU. I have us playing Florida and beating Florida. Us losing to Ole Miss. Losing to, uh, to Bama. Beating Arkansas. Beating UAB. And then losing to A&M, unfortunately. So... That that's that's half of it. We're ready to get to the other half here. Let's go on over to Ole Miss. I, I like I said, I have Ole Miss going ten and two. Ole Miss has a schedule that kind of sets them up to be able to get there. It is a little bit of a patty cake conference. Uh, I mean, uh, a schedule as well, and you can see that when I'm going through it. So we're going Troy, Central Arkansas, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, and Tulsa. Right off the bat, all four wins. Then they play Kentucky, beat Kentucky. Play play Vandy, they beat Vandy. Played Auburn, they beat Auburn. Uh, LSU beat LSU, they lose to A&M, they lose to Bama, beat Arkansas, and beat Mississippi State for the Egg Bowl. Uh, and so you could see why they can easily go 10-2 and this season because they are that good. I know Matt Corral is not there, but they have another transfer there, and you have Lane Kiffin as the helm, who is a much more mature uh, head coach than what he was in the past. So moving on to Mississippi State, the Bulldogs. and My favorite coach of all time, I'm not even going to say his name, but put a mustache on sideways and call yourself a pirate, and you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so going five and seven here, that's what I have them. I have them right off the bat playing Memphis and losing to Memphis. If I'm not mistaken, they played Memphis last year and lost to Memphis there too. They, then they go to Arizona, I mean go and play Arizona and beat Arizona and then lose LSU and then beat Bowling Green. You can see where I'm going with this, right? Then uh, this is, I told you, they are the team, and we were, I was just talking about them when I was talking about Ole Miss and even LSU. They are the team that can just get some of those weird upsets that they're absolutely not supposed to. I have them beating Texas A&M, and, they, and this is before A&M plays Bama. So it should incite them even more, you know. but they're not. But I have Mississippi State being, beating A&M, then losing to Arkansas, then getting another upset over uh, Kentucky, losing to Bama. Losing to Auburn, losing to Georgia, kind of have a gauntlet there as well. Uh, beating Eastern Tennessee State, and then of course losing the Egg Bowl to Ole Miss. Uh, moving on to Mizzou, going four and eight. It's what I have them going here. Uh, their schedule is really set up pretty sternly for them to get those four wins over the four teams that they're going to beat. So when when uh, when you hear them, you're going to see, yeah, they they have to beat them. Uh, I don't have them getting a single win. In, no, I, t- I take that back. I'll take that back on one part. I, I had to look it over, but I was fixing to say they don't have a single win in SEC, but they do. Uh, so let's go. Let's start off with it for Mizzou. Middle Tennessee State, they win there. Kansas State, they lose that one. Uh, Albion Christian, uh, they win that game. Lose to Auburn, lose to Georgia, uh, lose to Florida, beat Vandy, lose to South Carolina, lose to Kentucky, lose to Tennessee. Beats New Mexico State and loses to Arkansas. That's the reason why they're going four and eight. Moving on to South Carolina, going five and seven. Uh, I, I told you this is a team too that's they they really have set their schedule up to be able to get themselves for the possibility of getting to a bowl. And uh, you it, you you can only appreciate bowl season when it's for teams like this, honestly. And and I do appreciate bowl season for the most part for that specific reason for teams. They don't stand a chance to win the SEC to get into the college football playoff because the playoff is only four teams, and it's typically the the four teams that they already have preordained to go there anyway, uh, give or take one or two each year. 
So this is one of those teams I'm kind of excited about watching because they're SEC. Uh, and they, I mean, listen, they kind of have a gauntlet in the SEC. Uh, it's just how it is. But they've made the schedule to where they can have an opportunity to get a bowl. So let's start it off and go through it. Georgia State, they win that game. They lose to Arkansas. They lose to Georgia. Then they beat Charlotte. Then they beat South Carolina State. Then they lose to, to Kentucky, lose to A&M, beat Mizzou, beat Vandy, lose to Florida, lose to Tennessee, and unfortunately lose to Clemson. I know Clemson's going to be down a little bit this year, uh, but I don't think they're going to be down enough for South Carolina. It might be a really good game, uh, but I, I, I really think Clemson's going to take that game too. So moving on to Tennessee, that was the other big surprise when you were listening to a Tennessee going 10-2. Uh, and two. Let's look at their schedule and see why. Starting off with Ball State, they win that game. They beat Pitt because they're playing Pittsburgh, the Pitt Panthers. They don't have their store quarterback there this year. They beat Akron. Um, then they beat Florida like we discussed earlier, beat, beat LSU like we discussed. Lose to Bama. Uh, beat Tennessee Martin. Beat Kentucky. Lose to Georgia. Uh, beats Mizzou. Beating South Carolina and beating Vandy. So, I mean, they have kind of a schedule to be able to get them there but man the leaps and bounds that they've taken in one year i think they excel in it and go 10 and 2 they have an opportunity actually to be the top team in sec east they i mean again i mean you beat georgia and florida and kentucky and you you're up there let's be honest you could be 11 and 1 and only losing to bama so you you could see that happening easily uh so moving on to a&m yes i i hear all of the cheers the cheering boos uh, as as i would say uh, about Jimbo and his hypocrisy, I understand. But look at their schedule, and you can see why they're going ten and two. Uh, Sam Houston State, big challenge there. Appalachian State, big challenge there. Uh, Miami University, yes. Not that Miami has been good um, in the last 20, 30 years. So that's three straight wins. Then Arkansas, then that loss to Mississippi State. That's right. And then they lost the next game against Bama. Then beating South Carolina, beating Ole Miss, beating Florida, beating Auburn, beating UMass, and then beating LSU. So you can see how they can only have two losses there. I think that's overshooting it. I think they get a couple more stumbles. But I think at least if they get end up with two losses, like I think it's definitely going to be Bama because they poked the bear, and it's going to be Mississippi State because that's just what Mississippi State does. They just, I don't, they just, that's what they do. That's why they're still in the SEC. Right? So anyway, Vandy. Uh, final team here, bringing up the rear in all senses of the word because I had them finishing last in, in the SEC total and in the SEC East, of course. Uh, but their schedule, when you look at it, man, their wins are all out of conference. And it's their first four games of the season. And it's, they're playing really nobody. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually go 3-9 and nine, uh, because when you look at it, they, so they're playing Hawaii, Elon, Wake Forest and Northern Illinois. They also can go two and ten if you think about it. Uh, so it's a possibility. But I have them winning all four of those non-conference games of Hawaii, Elon, Wake Forest, and Northern Illinois. But I have them, of course, losing to Bama, Ole Miss, Georgia, Mizzou, South Carolina, Kentucky, Florida, and Tennessee. You can see why I have them finishing dead last in the SEC. Uh, and so, anyway, so if you have any differences. If you think I'm wrong in any kind of way, or you want to give me your rankings of what your predictions of what this what the season is going to be out with, 
let me know. Shoot me a text. Shoot me a message on, on, on Facebook or Instant Messenger or any of that. Or, you know, any way you want to you want to tell me. If you want to get on and talk about it, we could do that as well. Uh, but I want you to do this. I want you to remember what my what my predictions were. And when the season's over with, we can go back and look and see how close I was. And we can go from there and start for next year too. I'm interested interested in seeing if there's going to be any surprises. Because, look, nobody thought Tennessee was going to be as good as they were this past year. Right? Nobody thought Auburn was going to fall off and LSU was going to fall off quite as fast as they did. Nobody did. Really. Let's think about it. So, uh, and, and so, uh, and, and really, let's think about it. Everybody thought Georgia was going to do Georgia things. And they, they finally finished it, right? So, so it, you, you never know. But expectations. I think my expectations are, and my predictions are actually better than what a lot of the big-time analysts do. So, I wouldn't bet on me. But I hadn't been wrong especially about the SEC, right? So anyway, again, thank you all so much for listening. This is your favorite podcast of Market Trail with your favorite podcast, Making the Cut. And hey, I do want to say this as an exit. To you professional sports peoples, athletes of all kind, whether you're retired or still playing or injured and out of the league, man, leap podcast for us. Jeez, and don't matter care what you think. You get on these talk shows all the time. Leap podcast for us, man. Stop trying to take everything. You're losers. God. Anyway, love you guys. See you next time. And make sure that you pay attention. Looking for my next episode. Love you guys.